Welcome to the Catalyst Couples Podcast. We are taking a deep dive with couples on the journey of entrepreneurship and discovering the moments that have defined their working relationships. As a business owner who is in business with her forever date, this subject fascinates me. I'm your host, Sophia Neal. Ground Zero, interview with me and my hubby. What if I interviewed a hundred couples and I asked them maybe some standard questions, maybe some off the cuff questions and just find out like what has helped them, what challenges they faced, um, what kind of interesting stories they've um, come up against. And so that is the whole reason for this is to interview couples and then see what resources are needed, what tools couples are really good at, um, or where they might need a little bit of help or a little bit of extra information. And if this podcast along the way helps somebody, then that's a beautiful thing. So I have my husband here with me. Hello, this is Nick. (laughs) So this is my husband, Nick. And um, a little bit about us. We are high school sweethearts. Uh, We started dating when he was a senior and I was a junior in high school. Um, What else is interesting about our story? Oh, young family as well. Yep. Um, We got married right out of high school and started a family. Um, He was an entrepreneur in high school. And um, I was really going that path anyways. Um, my, I grew up with, we both grew up in households where our parents were entrepreneurs. So we both saw the whole entrepreneurship model um, and couples together, working together, maybe a little dysfunctionally on both of our parents' side. But um, we both saw that in action, and um, it was appealing for both of us. And so that may be one of our commonalities that kind of, I don't think it brought us together, because I think chemistry brought us together. Um, But as we dated and learned more about each other, that was definitely a commonality that we both connected on. Um, So that's a little bit about our relationship. We've been married, this year will be 20 years. Um, We have six beautiful daughters. Our oldest is adopted and she is 20 and our youngest is five. And um, they are amazing. They are wonderful. And that is really our whole life's purpose. Um, We just love being entrepreneurs along with that. And we hope that as we grow, in this entrepreneurship journey together that um, our children will get a glimpse of what our parents saw, uh, what we, what we got from our parents. Um, I want that so badly for our children, but I also want to stand on their shoulders and say, Hey, this is how my folks did it. And we're going to, do it at a different level, if that makes sense. Um, Because I really do believe that um, with my whole heart that God's intention for each generation going forward 
is for them to stand on their parents' shoulders and take whatever torch your parents gave you to the next level. And so that's my goal is to take the wisdom and the knowledge and all of the understanding that I got from watching my parents run their business and taking that to the next level. And the same goes for my children and whatever they do. They might not be entrepreneurs, but I want the skill sets that they learn to be able to propel them to levels that we have never imagined. And that is the only thing that you can ask for raising a family is like to be able to leave a legacy. Would you agree with that statement, Nick? Yep. I think that's where we've always been focused is on being the better parents that are trying to get our kids to understand the way the world works and, and be positive and be ambitious at the same time to, to take care of themselves and those around them. So, um, and I want, you know, there's something to be said about um, children, you know, going, following their parents' footsteps and going further with that. So um, pretty amazing thing. Um, in our working relationship, um, a lot of ways I've taken on, um, as far as roles go, I've done like more of the marketing um maybe a little more of the cells in some situations. Um, what, what kind of roles? Nick's kind of the, well, not always the creator, but definitely. Um, the laborer. <laughs> <laughs> um, not just the laborer role, but like creator. Um, he is better with finances than I am. Um, so you're, you're better at keeping track of that. In fact, like sometimes I mess things up. So <laughs> We've had, I've had chances to train others and be a trainer right now. It's not position I'm in, but to train other people and to grow in those aspects. Yeah. You are definitely more of a leader. And I am more of a inspirer. I am more, um, I do like to be in my workspace without anybody bugging me. And he's very good at um, making space for other people um, and having patience that I don't have. So we definitely have our roles in our working relationships um, together. And we're both good at where we have multiple streams of income, we're both good at shifting to being the helper for each other as well. And when the time comes, mm -hmm. she'll help me with my work and I'll help her with her projects and work she has going. Yeah. So I think that's one of our strong traits. Yeah. Cause we run, um, like I said, a couple different businesses. Um, I have a boutique an online boutique and obviously that is not his forte, but he still jumps in and helps me fill orders and helps me um, do a lot of things that um, I need help with. And then when he does those things, then I feel that 
connection and obligation, not necessarily an obligation, but that connection um, to jump in and do the same for him. And so I'll look for ways um, that I can do that and facilitate that. And I think that's what really works in our relationship is that we look for ways to facilitate that with each other. Um, so it's kind of like you gave more than usual. So now it's my turn to look for ways to give more than usual. And um, our relationship, our working relationship and our personal relationship never get old or boring because we're constantly playing that role of jumping in and filling the voids and then um, looking for the next opportunity to reciprocate that to the other partner. And so I think that's what's really, really great about our relationship when we work together. So um, Nick, what do you think keeps you motivated on days that are hard um, to get through in our working relationship? I mean, like the frustrations are probably when we, I mean, nobody's perfect. We have moments where we're short with each other. Um, and then we have moments where we're really great with each other and um, have a lot of patience and grace. But in those moments where we are short with each other, what is like maybe a tip or trick that has helped you? I would probably lean towards, you know, the, a rough day is definitely very temporary and it, it only takes a minute to step back and look at the, the bigger picture and calm yourself down over temporary things that are, cause there's no business that's going to be highlights every single day. But when you have goals in mind, short-term and long-term, if you, if you step back and think about those, you can get through some of the more grinding days or whatever it may be. Yeah, for me, um, I know I have like little situations or frustrations and um, just having somebody that I can like do a quick two minute call to and like just, you know, vent a little bit. And so many times you have put things in perspective for me or um, you've helped me with wording or verbiage or even... Um, with mindset on how I could shift and think about a situation in a different way. And so I truly, I think what gets me through really rough days in business is having that person that can shift and change your mindset rather quickly because they have a lot of influence um, like your spouse would. And so that is one beautiful thing about being in business with your spouse. Um, but what, what's a not so beautiful thing about being in business with your spouse? Oh, we're going to go to the, the ugly <laughs> side of it, huh? <laughs> well, that's where our conversation is leading us. And I'm totally like, well, that's the reason um, uncandid you, here. You want to do the podcast is so we can learn from others that would help with these, with any of these coming up situations, I guess, <laughs> that I'm trying to think real quick. What definitely is a juggle of what is a priority when you're trying to do too many things at once and whose work is the priority and how late things are going to go and who's picking up children and 
there's definitely a lot of friction you have to talk through. So like the time balance is, you know, and always time. an issue. Um, what are other issues that maybe, yeah. Um, and it wall. is like sometimes when I'm like different businesses, so businesses have their season and, um, different at different times in your business. Like we, this is one thing like the, we've had some friction with is like at different times, like it's been required for us both to pour into one business more than the other. And then it's, um, I kind of tend to get resentful a little bit here and there, like, oh, we've, like, I've done all these things, like, I've, you know, we've sacrificed and, you know, made time and a space for this. And now, like, because of that, this other business is a little bit lacking. And so um, finding that ebb and flow is one challenge. And then finding, um, finding a realization and a comfortable space within both of you where you're comfortable um, giving and taking where needed um, and being completely committed and 100% on board with what maybe the other person needs in the relationship or needs focus on in their business and being willing to make those sacrifices when they come up. Um, I mean, the flexibility as a business owner in doing those kind of things is kind of why um, being an entrepreneur is so appealing. So um, you have to be 100% committed to those choices, whatever they may be, or 100% committed to your partner, or maybe it's your employees being 100% committed to um, their happiness and to what their needs are so that you ultimately have a good result with the customer. And so it's little things like that as an entrepreneur and working together that create challenges, but they're good challenges that um, you just have to make some mindset shifts to be prepared for, I think. So um, what about um, what we do well. I'm just kind of asking some of the questions I would ask some of the people that we're going to be um, interviewing. And we're really just being very candid here. And I'm trying to be as transparent as possible with the two of us um, so that going forward, any interviewee that we have that comes on has this expectation um, to really be transparent with like the good, the bad, the ugly, if that makes sense. Cause yeah. that's kind of what I envision these interviews to kind of be like, so what we do well, what do you do? Well, what do we do? Well, as a couple, I think in both of our businesses, like we may be disorganized and messy at times, but I think we both know our, know our, what we can handle and we fulfill it. Like, with Sophia, when she has orders, they, they're out on time and we find a way to do it. And I've kept that reputation in my construction businesses that I can keep up with the timelines that I've given and I can walk away from something I know is a, a task I can't handle. And we haven't been forth leading, I guess is the word to people and then not fulfilled what we've said. And I think that's an easy place to fall into when you're an entrepreneur that you can 
you can enjoy that flexibility of time to the, to the point that you don't follow through with your accountability to your customers. And I think we are actually pretty good at that, both, yeah. of, both our businesses. I think that's very true. Um, we both play to our strengths. We both um, know that we're not so great at the bookkeeping. So we recently got, you know, like a third party bookkeeper that we kind of just contract out. And that's been so great for both of us because that's where we both um, fail. Like as yeah. far as our relationship goes, we're actually very, very similar. We're both creative types um, and we're both doer, worker, working in our business types, um, which is great, but it also can create yeah, we're definitely, its own challenges. Um, we're definitely not the two running one business and taking half the roles and the other person taking half the roles where we're just supporting each other. But we, yeah. we like throw, I mean, there's a few things like the marketing Sophia does a lot more of, but there's a lot of things that we just tackle the same jobs in two different businesses. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, we've also both like, we're both really good at being teachable. Like you can teach me something and I can teach you something. And then, um, like if it's a task that I don't want to continue doing for you, um, you're very respectful about me saying like, here's my boundary and I know how to do this, but I don't like to do it. So I'm going to teach you how to do it so you can do it. Like, like, yeah, doing QuickBooks. Like I, we do have a bookkeeper, but I did teach him how to do some QuickBooks. And like every Sunday night we sit down and, you know, I do two businesses and he does one. But, like, but we go through and just, you know, go through some of the transactions so that um, we're not paying so much out to a bookkeeper. Um, so that's one little thing like, you know, I don't love doing it. He doesn't love doing it, but we're both like, he's very trainable. And so, and same here, you know, there's little things that he can teach me to do and I'll do it, um, you know. And so we don't love to do them, but sometimes we do the stuff we don't like to do. And so that's, that's part of being a business owner, you know? Um, okay. Favorite question, how we met. We kind of went over that we were high school sweethearts, but like, let's end the episode with like how we met. Okay. So what's your version of that? <laughs> you got two versions. Well, you have your version, <laughs> and I have my version, um, but oh, they're very similar. Yeah, high school together. I had a best friend that called dibs on chasing Sophia, so I sat back for one year while he didn't decided not to chase her and tried to be buddy buddy. But when the opportunity rose, I finally got a little courage. I was pretty shy too, so <laughs> but we finally went on a, six months after knowing each other, I asked her out, start of our, my senior year. Mm -hmm. and, uh, what else is my side of the story? She tested me with uh, going country line dancing and made sure that right off the bat, I knew that she had things she liked to do and she expected me to join her with them. That wasn't just a, my show, what I wanted to do, which is kind of oddly common around here, but she, she let me know what she wanted, and I think that was just a good start. Yeah, and we went on our first date, and I did what you wanted to do yeah. on our first date. Um, we went four-by-fouring, and I got stuck in the seatbelt and freaked out. 
Um, but overall, it was a really good first date and we continued um, to keep going. But I think one of the biggest things that was great about our relationship and still is, is that we're really good at talking to each other. Um, I ask him really crazy off the wall questions about the universe, God, um, conspiracy theories, like just constantly keeping his mind active right. with all of my crazy questions of what he thinks about things. And he's really good to play along and act like he's analytical. interested. Um, <laughs> and he does, he always has his um, very skeptical, um, skeptical perspective that probably is very needed for my out of this world creativity. Um, you know, anything is possible kind of mind. So um, we bring, I take him, you know, up into the clouds and he grounds me. And so it ends up being a very beautiful combination. So thanks for joining our very first episode of Catalyst Couples. Thought I would introduce this Catalyst Couple first. So thank you. Thanks. <laughs>